going on, everybody? My name is Stephen Coons, and I am the CEO of Pursuit Health and Performance. This is the Pursuit Health and Performance podcast. Welcome, guys. Uh, I have a special guest on today, Coach Riley. Say what's up. Hey, everyone. Um, I don't get the coaches on here too often, so I'm super excited that she's back on with us. Uh, and today, I want to talk to you guys about uh, intensity. So as a coach, and you guys will know this too, so listen up, really important you know what an intense workout is. And you might not be able to like write it down on paper, but when you're doing it or when you're done, you're, you could say like that was intense or that wasn't. So have you, I'm gonna ask some questions, right? I want you guys to answer this in your head. Have you ever been to a CrossFit class? Have you ever been to a group fitness class like F45, Burn Boot Camp, Fit Body Boot Camp, Orange Theory? Have, you know, yes or no? Yes. If you haven't, go to one. I'm not even kidding. Like go, go get a class pass, go get a drop in session, go to one. And you tell me the intensity of those workouts. For most people, they're very high intensity. Um, part of it, it, it I, I will say, and I'm going to explain what a high intensity workout is for most people and why they're effective. I'm going to, I'm going to break down a little bit of science. So if you guys hear HIT training, right, which stands for high intensity interval training, um, I'm going to explain what that is and, and the benefits of it. But I'm also going to explain on why intensity is the most important thing in your program that you're not accounting for. I promise you. So um, I'm going to, before I dive in though, I'm going to start and, and I'm going to give you the reason why I, you know, made this podcast. So I actually am right now studying for a tactical strength and conditioning facilitator uh, certification, right? Through NSCA. And I am a CSCS, so a certified strength and conditioning specialist through them. But I'm like, you know what? I want to do a tactical strength and conditioning. So we work with pr Pursuit, right? We work with a lot of veterans, first responders, and medical professionals. So this specific certification is for military, firefighters, and uh, law enforcement. Okay. And in the book, right, it talks a lot about intensity because intensity is the regulator. But on the reviews on another certification I'm doing, which is a stress management certification, I know I'm trying to get more educated and grow my brain. Um, <laughs> It talked about, like somebody commented and said, in the book, it says that you can work out six days a week and that's ridiculous because that's way too much and your body needs time to rest. Um, and they're giving bad information, like the, the company, right? The certification. And I read that comment and I was like, okay, podcast notes. Cause right when I read that, I was like, this person has no idea what the intensity of the workouts are or the subject that's doing it. So. If you've heard like, you shouldn't work out too much or, you know, you're working out too much. What does that even mean? What is too much? Well, I'm going to tell you what too much is. Too much would be overtraining. Have you ever heard of that? If you haven't, overtraining basically means you're training too often, too hard. You're training to the point where your body's recovery can't catch up with the training, right? And there's a lot of different like syndromes. I've actually had stage one and two of overtraining syndrome back in 2017. Really bad. Will mess up your hormones, mm. all types of stuff. And I could talk about that on another yeah. subject. But like, it's not good. So you can't overtrain. The thing about intensity, and when I read this and, and said it in my head, you have to think of the intensity. Do you think somebody that does Ironmans, let's say they do 10 a year, five a year, what do you think their threshold intensity is? Like extremely high. What do you think a CrossFit Games athlete is, a professional? Their threshold, stupid high, right? What about a professional mountain biker? Stupid high. So if that person's working out for an hour, seven days a week, doing some like bodybuilding in the gym, 
can you tell a professional CrossFitter that it's too much intensity? No? There you go. It's not. I guarantee you because they train for hours every day. Now, are, they're not like necessarily going uh, balls to the walls 110% every single day. But like they're doing some form of training, whether it's skills, mobility, um, recovery training. It's still mm-hmm. some intensity. And a couple things you guys have to think of and that factor into this and it's missed is your central nervous system. So your mm-hmm. central nervous system regulates you know, uh, your perceived effort. So if you go to squat and it's like really heavy and you're like, oh, and you're like exerting like really high or you're at a CrossFit cl- or, you know, Orange Theory and you're sprinting as hard as you can and you're digging deep. That dig is central nervous system activation. And so overtraining can happen because of that. And this is why intensity matters. Intensity matters because you need to understand the like the intensity for the individual and then how how long the training session is, how hard it is. If it's longer, it's probably less intensity. Mm-hmm. If it's shorter, it's probably more intensity. So if you're like, I only have 20 minutes to work out today, it's a waste of time. Go do 20 minutes of burpees, pull-ups, and lunges. Not a waste of time. <laughs> yeah. You'll be dead, right? But if you're like, my workout, and it's not every workout should be like that by any means. But if you're like, oh, I'm going to work out for an hour, it's going to be lighter intensity. If your workout's two hours, generally even lighter, right? And so it all is the same in the end, kind of, right? I mean, there's different physical adaptations that happen, but it's kind of all relative-ish. So I personally work out six to seven days a week. Some people say that's too much. Sometimes my workouts are usually 90 minutes to two hours. Not always, but I like to train like that. And I'm not going and doing hit training that all that time. I do big compound movements. I do some isolation. I throw in some mobility. So it's not all super, super high intensity. And guess what? I also learned to listen to my body. So if, if I'm doing super high intensity workouts and then I'm like, you know, feel like, oh my God, okay, I'm zapped today. I'll learn to rest. So for mm-hmm. you, you used to do, you know, um, competitive downhill skiing, right? Yeah. What was your training like for that? For my training for that was like 5 a.m.s, really intense workouts, very endurance-based, sprints up the stairs, lots of jumping jacks. So it was definitely a lot of endurance, and it was very high intense. And then, of course, when you go skiing, it's not too, too, too in high, high intense with the endurance aspect, but it's more of the strengthening because it's all in your legs. But like you were saying, too, like you know in your body when you're feeling if you're overworking it or not. You'll know if you're overworking your body, if you are feeling like tired after your workout, if you're feeling extra fatigued during the day, that's kind of those signs with your body of maybe it is more of the overworking. And that's where you kind of need to change the intensity of your workouts so then you can still get the best progress, the best results physically, mentally, and emotionally. Yeah, and and intensity, and this is why I said you guys at the beginning when I said you guys are probably missing this. You probably are because you probably don't think about the intensity. I bet you what you think of is it's bicep and back day. It's tricep and chest day. It's mm-hmm. leg day. Okay, but my leg day is probably different than your leg day. Probably. Uh, 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 you know, a semi-pro or pro CrossFit uh, athlete, their leg day is for sure different in, than mine. They're doing, uh, you know, Olympic lifting. They're doing explosive power drills that I generally don't do. Um, somebody that's training for MMA, their, you know, their workout session is going to be different than mine. And now obviously we all have certain adaptations. Like maybe my body can take more 
you know, volume sets of legs. Mm. Maybe theirs can't. There's a lot of different factors, but like you're probably not really thinking about like what is my intensity as in a percentage. And a couple things that we use with our clients uh, in, in pursuit is RPE, which is rate of perceived exertion. Like how hard is it on a scale of one to 10? The problem with that, which it's a really good generalization, but when you're inexperienced, it's actually a really bad tool. Part of the reason it's a bad tool is you don't know how hard hard is. You, mm-hmm. Like you don't. And, and I, I don't mean that in a mean way or being condescending, but like you don't know what hard is. If you're new. Now, if you've got in 100 workouts, 200, 300 workouts, do you think you'll have a better idea of what hard is, what an 8 out of 10 is? For sure, right? So in the first couple months, your RPE rating, not that I don't care as a coach, but I don't take as much like, I don't I don't care as much, right? I'm not like, oh, that matters, right? Only because I know that it's not going to be the most accurate reading. Um, six months in, a year in, I'm going to believe it a little bit more. And you should too, because everything's hard in the beginning. Everything feels like an eight, right? Mm-hmm. Because you're so out of shape or, you know, you're, you know, it's so hard or you're so sore, but after a while, you're going to have a better idea of what it is. And the reason you have to regulate intensity is basically for two reasons. Number one, you want to look at your schedule. Uh, this is what I would do. If I was like, if I had a fitness school, I wanted to like lose fat, build muscle, increase performance, which is literally what we do at Pursuit. If I want to do any of those things, I'd say, what does my time allow me to do? Because that's the biggest constraint. Like how many times have you said, I don't have time to work out? Whether it was true or not, like you probably said it. So if you kind of believe that, like I don't have time to work out. Okay, so how many days can you work out? Well, I should say, yeah, how many days? And then in conjunction with that, how long do you want your workout to be? So if you said, I could work out four days a week, 100%, like I could do it. My workouts are gonna be 45 minutes, 60 minutes at the top. So like I can only be at the gym for one hour. And then, you know, cause I have to drive there and drive back. Okay, cool. That's going to regulate your intensity because if you're only working out four days a week, and it also depends on what your goal is. If you're only working out four days a week and you want, you have really big goals, your intensity is going to have to be high. If you're only working out three days a week, even higher, right? If you're working out six or seven days a week, you actually don't have to go kill yourself in the gym. Mm -hmm. I'd actually tell you to have lower intensity. Why do you think I work out six or seven days a week? It's not because I don't like high intensity, but I like working out. I get a post-workout high. I feel good. I feel accomplished, like mentally too. So I would rather work out basically every day, you know, or six days a week. It's not always seven days a week, okay? But like six to seven days a week, depending on how I feel, and feel accomplished and have all those things, but just work out at a lower intensity. So to me, it's more about consistency than it is effort. Because I can tell you from somebody that taught group fitness and did martial arts and played every sport there is basically that when you're doing soul crushing, difficult workouts, <laughs> you start to not look forward to it. Mm-hmm. At some point, you're like, this kind of sucks. And they're really fun once in a while, but when it's every day, it's brutal. And it makes you not like working out. I don't care who you are. I mean, there's some sick, twisted people that really just always like hard workouts. And I used to be in that category. <laughs> and guess what? I got overtraining because I was at a point where I was like, I don't care. I'm an animal. I will keep going. And my body's like, no, you won't. Mm-hmm. I'm yeah. shutting down. And so that's why and I didn't think about intensity. I just thought, oh, I'm doing these group fitness classes because what I would, what I did, stupid looking back, and I was a trainer at this time, so even trainers make mistakes. I was doing three group fitness classes a day. Sometimes I'd do back-to-back, and then I was lifting four or five days a week. So I'd do a lot of daily doubles, and I was going to college, and I was working and teaching classes <laughs> at five in the morning, and I had a son, and you know the list goes on. So my body's stimulus was like, 
ultimate, ultimate high. But because I was working out so often, I was in like really good shape. So I felt like a, a beast and I was, but there's other factors like your central nervous system. And I was smart. I was like, oh, well, this day I hit biceps. Oh, this day I, I hit, you know, a lower body. And I thought I was like, you know, doing what I was supposed to do with, with regulating it, which you guys do too. But have you thought of the intensity? Have you thought of how challenging this is for my body? And if you don't understand the central nervous system, you're going to miss this. If you don't understand, you're going to start affecting other things. And Coach Riley works a lot with women and hormones specifically. That's something you're going to affect. Oh, I have low testosterone. How often do you train? I don't know, like every day. How intense are your workouts? Pretty intense. No shit you have low testosterone, right? Like you're using all your test and all your energy and all your, you know, all your mm -hmm. oomph in the gym. You're not giving your body time to rest. And that's why people's libido are highest in the morning. Their sex drives highest in the morning. You might not feel like that, but it is because you're at a point where your body's fully rested. Your CNS central nervous system is recovered. And so talk a little bit about like hormones and training. Cause you do that with a lot of your clients, right? Yeah. So what I see with a lot of women is, I mean, I did this too in the beginning too, was working out hard and tense. I was doing an hour of cardio. I was going in the sauna for 20 minutes and I was strength training on top of all that. And then I was also doing soccer, snow ski racing. So it was very much so intense. I was going very hard every single day. And I know it's exciting in the beginning to work out and go ham and go hard. But actually, you're not setting yourself up for success. You're ruining the internal state of your hormones. And your hormones have a huge impact on your metabolism. And your metabolism is going to help you with either getting your results, losing fat, um, toning up, gaining muscle. So a lot of times what I see is women doing the same lifting to failure or lifting really hard every single time and not realizing that your hormones are changing during each phase. So the first two weeks, estrogen is going slowly on its rise. So that's like the best time to do more of the the cardio, the strength training, lifting really heavy because estrogen is more of your energy hormone. So you're going to be more stronger performance wise. And you're also during that time of your phase, you're able to recover better. You're able to grow and repair the muscle growth from your workout. So that's the best time to take advantage of that. And also right smack dab in the middle of your cycle is when testosterone, progesterone and estrogen is all at its peak. So that's the best time to hit your PRs, lifting really heavy and just going ham. And then through the end of the last two um, weeks of your cycle, everything's kind of coming down. So kind of um, if you're female, you know what I'm talking about. When you start to get your period, you feel a little bit more tired, a little bit more fatigued. And the first thing you want to do is blame yourself in the gym. Like, oh, there's something wrong with me. Like, I can't lift heavy. Like, what's wrong with me? But really, that's internally what's going on in your body. Everything's dropping. So it's that state of training smarter rather than harder. So training along with your hormones so you can see the best results because it's very counterproductive to take so much taxing on your hormones and it's just going to be the complete opposite of what's going on internally. You're not going to see the best recovery, not going to see the best muscle growth if you're doing the complete opposite during which phase. So that's where I see a lot is when we're not adjusting to what's going with our hormones, then Hormones get disrupted, mm -hmm. so many issues mm -hmm. with metabolism, hard to lose fat, lots of fatigue. The list just goes on and on and on. Yeah, for sure. And that's, I didn't even, I didn't even know that about the cycle. Like I probably should study up on that, but that's really interesting because, you know, 
obviously men aren't dealing with that, but I think that because we don't too, we think that we have to operate at the same intensity all the time. And I know for me, I'm like, why am I so weak in the gym or why, whatever. And, and she said it really well. It was like, less is more most of the time. And you got to be careful with that. Okay. Because it's not, uh, that's not me giving you permission or you shouldn't be giving yourself permission to be like, Oh, you said less is more like less volume. No, don't, you know, don't puss out on a workout. Don't sit there and, and cut it short when you know you have more in the tank, but you got to have honest conversation with yourself. And most of you just being honest with you, you have no idea what, uh, intensity regulation is. You don't know. You have no idea. Um, and the whole listen to your body thing, I will say this might be a little controversial. I actually think you shouldn't really listen to your body. And this is why if you are breaking down muscle, like to grow, okay, just to tell you to grow your body, you need to literally tear muscle fibers. They're micro tears, right? It's not like, oh, I tore my bicep tendon, but they're micro tears. You're tearing and stressing connective tissue. Okay. Very stressful in the body. You're, you're putting bones and you're putting a ton of pressure through them to grow bone density. It is not a peaceful experience for your body, okay? <laughs> That's why it hurts and it's tiring and all this. And if you've ever done a hard leg day, you're like, I've done a leg day where I'm like, I cannot walk. It hurts to sit in this cushion chair, right? Mm -hmm. That's not fun for your body, but you're, get, you're saying you will grow. I'm gonna make it so stressful. You have no other choice, which is that negative feedback loop. Um, and so your body has to grow. So if you listened to your body all the time, you would just be like, I'm sore, I'm not gonna work out, all right? Or you would say, I'm not sore, so it wasn't a good workout, which is also not true. Mm -hmm. And so you can't always listen to your body. Sometimes you have to know science, right? I mean, for sure, you gotta listen to your body. Like, my knee really hurts today. Uh, I feel like it's not gonna do well squatting. Don't go squat. Is that what I'm talking about? I'm talking about you know intensity regulation. And you're like, well, I'm new. How do I know that? Well, it's pretty simple, right? I Number one, I would recommend getting a coach. And no, not because we coach people. That's, that's not my plug. It's just because you don't know. And I would hate for you to hurt yourself or overdo it or feel like, I don't know if I'm getting results. So like get a coach for some period that can help you with that. And so when you have signs, symptoms, you know, concerns, you can come to a professional that knows what they're doing, right? But the second thing is everything at the beginning is probably going to be a lot for you, mm -hmm. right? Um, well, I'd say within the first year, everything's going to kind of feel like a lot, maybe towards the end of the year. You felt like you've gotten a lot better shape, but everything's going to be kind of intense because it's actually easier for somebody that sits on their butt all day at a desk job to do four hours a week of training and do overtraining, right? Than somebody that works out 14 hours a week, but as an active job, like I'm dead serious. Why? Because it's not extra stress for the body. Their body's working out every day. There's body moving every day. It's not a shock to the system, but mm -hmm. if you sit all day at work, and then you go crush a CrossFit class for an hour, and then you come home and you sit on the couch with your kids and your wife all night long, you are actually very close to probably overtraining. Now, this is a very a generalization, but you are more susceptible to overtraining than somebody that is a construction worker, right? Depending on what their job is, and that's working out all the time because they're just moving and their body's like so used to it, right? So a lot of people will look at somebody that works out a lot like me and say, oh, you're probably overtraining. Why are you working out that much? My body can do it. It's adapted to it. I've been lifting for 15 years straight, basically. So that that's a lot of volume. That's a lot of time. And so for me to overdo myself, although it happens, although it has happened, is a lot harder, even though you're working out less than me, right? So that's something you have to think about. So um, to wrap it up, guys, you need to think about intensity very, very first, right? And then intensity is going to dictate 
how much time the workout's going to be, right? That's a big thing right there when you're making your workout schedule. So if you have less time to get it in, guess what? Your, your workouts need to be more intense. Why do you think P90X and all those like home DVDs are brutal if you've ever done them? Because they're like, for 40 minutes, 30 minutes, we're going to burn your abs. And it's in your living room and nobody wants to be working on their <laughs> living room anyways. So they make it really hard and really intense because it's for a short amount of time and it works. Or you don't have to suffer and sweat on your carpet and you could work out for an hour and the intensity can drop. Maybe not by 50%, but like it can drop, mm-hmm. right? And so you have to understand, you know, what type of workouts you like to do. And maybe you're somebody that enjoys high intensity workouts. Maybe you're somebody that likes a mix like I do. Or maybe you would rather have more intense or less intense workouts. Fine, but then now you need to allocate more time to it. This is if you want your results to be the same, right? If you want your results to just be on this even, even uh, playing field. So make sure you're recovering. If you guys don't know what intensity looks like, how much you should do, what recovery, you know, chat with us. You can go to uh, www.pursuehp.com, uh, book a call, probably going to be with me or, you know, maybe even Coach Riley and just chat with us about, hey, these are my goals. This is what I'm wanting to do. This is how much time I have to allocate. This is the equipment I have available. These are the workouts I like to do, right? It goes on and on and on. And then we create custom exercise and nutrition programs where intensity does matter, right? We understand that. When we're making a program, we're like, this workout's going to (laughs) suck. Or we're like, oh, it's not going to be that bad. And we're not going to give you um, a really hard workout every day. And the cool thing about the app is you actually get to rate a workout every day on a scale of 1 to 10, every workout you do. So we know what the RPE is, right? We know what was the intensity for you today? Because if you have an 8 out of 10 workout on Monday and it's the same workout every Monday, you also know that next Monday, that workout could be a 10 out of 10. Same workout. If you're more tired, if you've had more stress, right? If your hormones are off, right? So those are things you have to think about. And, and that's why I think having a coach is super valuable because then you can be like, this workout sucked. You know, are you on, or Coach I said, are you on your period? Are you about to start your period? I am. Okay. It's totally normal, blah, blah, blah. Okay. I'm not going to beat myself up. Like I understand. Yeah. You want, you know, and I know you do a lot of like phasal phasal programming around, you know, your clients' mm-hmm. hormones that are females and stuff. I don't do as much of that with my males, but we do have that feedback. How was your workout, man? How was it? How's your intensity? How's your sleep? And when we do our weekly check-ins with our clients, we ask all that. How is your sleep? How's your hormones? How are your cravings? How are, you know, all those things because we, we can see a pattern. If somebody goes, yeah, it's weird. I'm craving sugar, fat, and salt. I'm crashing in the middle of the day. I'm like, oh yeah, you're under way too much stress. You're probably Mm -hmm. too much intensity, you know, or, you know, we can, there's other things that we know as health coaches. And so if you don't know those, I would say get somebody that can check on you during your progress. It's, it makes a huge difference, right? Yeah. It's definitely really important because this all contributes to your central nervous system, what you're saying. And if you're having all these other extra stressful things on top of your workout, you're just going to keep your body in sympathetic nervous system. And that really actually can hinder your progress and results because it's inhibiting digestion. It's not thinking about recovering the muscle tears from your workout. So it's important to take everything into account of how many times you're working out, the intensity, what you're doing, and other stress factors too because it all comes down to your nervous system. Yeah, for sure. So yeah, and, 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 it, and it does. And it's hard. I know I don't want to confuse you with this episode, but we do science-based coaching. And it's not to confuse you. It's just like, we know what we're doing. We are good at what we do. And so we, we use all this data and when we make it easy for you. We're like, do this, don't do this, right? We're not going to explain everything to you unless you really want to know it. But the reason we're telling you on this podcast is because it's deeper than you think. If you're just trying to follow mm-hmm. Glute Guide 3000 to get a bigger ass and you want to look good, 
good for you. They're probably crushing in the gym. However, do you have symptoms of, of fatigue? Do you have adrenal fatigue? Is your, are you bloated all the time? Is your gut health bad? Is, are you crashing all the time? Do you need pre-workout every day you work out? Do getting need, acne. Yeah. Or like there's a, there's a lot of other things and I'm not saying intensity is the ultimate culprit, but there was a point in my life where it ruined a lot of what I had mm-hmm. and um, it was a long recovery and it's not fun. And yeah. so I'm much more conscious about feedback with my body and you may just not know how to do that yet. Like you may not have proper feedback. You might not know how to even have that conversation with yourself because you haven't been doing it. And, and I think that's where the, the coach and the experience, um, comes in. So I appreciate you guys for listening to this episode. Uh, really excited to have coach Riley on here more and more. She has a ton of insight. So thank you guys again. Um, before I let you go, please like, comment, share. If you can subscribe to, if you're on Apple uh, Podcasts or Spotify, it would mean the world to us. And if you feel like we deserved a five-star review, go ahead and leave that. And if you feel like somebody might be training too intense or need this episode, send it to them directly or sh- share it on social media. Uh, we don't run ads on here, so that's the way we grow. Um, that's my only ask for you guys. But I appreciate it, and we'll talk to you next time. See you soon.